Welcome to Witch Talks, a series for spiritual seekers, witches, and enlightened souls. I'm Hannah the Suburban Witch, an intuitive tarot reader, astrologer, and eclectic witch, and I hope you're ready to get up close and personal with your favorite witches. Hello, hello, Hannah the Suburban Witch here, and today I'm going to show you how to interpret your dreams. So you know how it goes. You wake up all groggy from a night of sleep and you've got this dream that just sticks with you all damn day. So you go to work, you maybe try and tell your colleague like, dude, I had this weird dream. There was a worm and a volcano and you watch their eyes roll all the way back into their head. You've got this thing. And you're like, what does it mean? Why is it here? Why do I remember it? What has it all got to do with me? Well, Today, I'm going to help you start to decipher what these dreams mean to save your colleagues the drama and the trouble of you having to recount it to them. Because let's be honest, we usually leave those situations feeling unheard and even more confused than before. Dreams are weird and wonderful. They can provide glimpses of our future, a clue to our inner landscape and even solutions to our problems. Now, the first step, if you want to start deciphering your dreams is to remember your dreams. Not everybody remembers their dreams and there are different things that can affect this. Alcohol, medication, sleep habits, smoking, all of these things can affect your ability to remember your dreams. On the flip side, there are some herbs and some foods and some drinks that will make your dreams even more vivid and more easy to remember. Knowledge of dreams and dream interpretation was a very highly valued skill back in ancient times. We even have the story from the Christian Bible about Joseph and the code of dreams, which shows just how valuable it can be. In this day and age, maybe you help another colleague feel heard and listened to and maybe find a solution to a problem in their life. And we all know what the benefits can be for yourself. So first off, we need to start remembering our dreams. How do we do that? You can start by reducing the amount of alcohol, cigarettes, and non-prescription or non-necessary drugs in your life. Ensure proper sleep hygiene so you go to bed at the same time every night, wake up at the same time every day. I feel like I'm preaching to myself here because it's something I really struggle with. Having a dark room and no electronics or TV in bed. I can also highly recommend having a lipidolite crystal beneath your pillow. It really helps in falling asleep nicely and having nice, sweet dreams and restful sleep. A cup of valerian root or chamomile tea before bed is also going to help you a lot. The valerian can bring along vivid dreams, so just be wary of that. Also, it smells like feet. So to increase your dream recall, you're going to go to bed with a notebook and a pen beside your bed or your phone if you want to do a voice recording. Before you go to sleep, you're going to say, I remember all of my dreams and go to bed. Now in the morning, you may or may not remember anything, but I want you to try and as you're waking up, hold on to anything. It might just be simply a color, a word, a feeling like I feel like that dream was kind of intense or wow, I remember lots of blue. I don't know what that means, but I remember lots of blue. The key here, don't just think I remember this and go on about your day. You need to write it down. We're beginning a habit and the habit will grow and you'll begin to remember more and more. So write it down or record a voice note in your phone and then go about your day. By making a habit of recording your dreams with a audio recording or writing it in a notebook, that is going to just amp up your dream recall. Trust me. Don't start deciphering them straight away. Okay, you want to just get a little bit of... A buffer in there right so we're gonna have like 10 dreams to start off with even if they're just a color just 10 entries in your journal 
This is where we can start looking for patterns and patterns are one of the biggest clues in our dreams to give us some meaning. Are there any recurring themes, people, symbols in your dream, even a recurring color? This is something to take note of. This could be something very important to you. My next favorite way to begin interpreting dreams is to look for the elements. What do I mean by this? I mean, earth, air, fire, and water. So what is your dream heavily about? Dreams that you're in the shower, taking a bath, going swimming in the ocean. There's a wave, there's a mermaid, there's a fish. All of that, you guessed it, is going to be water element. Dreaming about flying, floating, falling, smoking, incense, all of that going to be air. Dreaming of fire, volcanoes, cooking, candles, all of that is going to be your fire element. And lastly, gardening, herbs, plants, getting dirty, mud, you guessed it, earth element, even just walking through the forest. Once you know the element that your dream is around, you can get a little bit of detail from that. If you have a dream that is heavily based in water, maybe this meaning is around relationships, intuition, and emotions. Think about being caught up in a big wave. I'd say you're feeling overwhelmed. There's a, an emotional feeling of overwhelm there, right? That's how you'd interpret something like that. If you're seeing lots of the air element, sometimes this is communication, thoughts, words, anxiety, and fear. Fire dreams can be about creativity, passions, motivations, activities. And earth element is often really practical stuff, work, money, daily routine. A practical example of this, I had a dream that I was a mermaid and I found this human and I was trying to save him. And by saving him, I wanted to bring him under the water with me and have him as my human bride, like a reverse little mermaid. Anyway, I woke up realizing that he didn't make it. Not great, right? So what do I take from that? Well, I take this to be about my spiritual awakening because this dream was a little while ago. And I really, really, really wanted to bring my husband along with me on my spiritual journey, right? I wanted him to join me in all of the incredible things that I was learning and experiencing and feeling. But that's not his road to, to follow. That's not his path right now. It's mine. And I can't force someone to be spiritual. I can't force them to experience the same things, especially if they're not spiritually ready yet as well. That was my dream meaning to just make sure that whilst we are heavily enmeshed in our love life and our family life and all of that, we don't have to be in terms of our spiritual life and we can still live alongside one another. Next, we need to talk about dream themes. These are super common. For example, chasing dreams. You're being chased by someone or something. And oh, these are horrible. I hate these dreams and I get them all the time. Basically, a chase dream is a metaphor for something you're trying to get away from, something you don't want to face. The closer the thing is to catching you, the bigger that problem is in real life. If you can get a look at what is chasing you, that can be a really big clue. Also key note to see how you're trying to get away from it. Are you trying to outrun it? Are you trying to hide from it? Are you trying to outwit it? This can all give you clues as to how you're trying to avoid the problem in your waking life. If you're having this kind of dream, the key here is to figure out what the problem is and just face it head on. School and studying dreams. This is one that most people with perfectionist tendencies tend to have more often. I'm looking at you Virgo, Taurus and Capricorn all the earth signs. It's basically a work stress dream. So if you're still in school, this is probably more stress about high standards and performance. 
teeth falling out. Ooh, this one's a horrible one. I hate this one. I've only had it once and I don't want it ever again. This often refers to our power and our confidence. Think how it would feel to literally have no teeth, right? Would you want to smile? Probably not. So teeth dreams are about a lack of confidence and a lack of power in our life. And we need to try and take that back. Flying dreams, these are usually fun ones. These are good dreams to have. These show we're looking at the bigger picture. We feel in control. It can be really useful to look at the mode of flying. Are you simply just superhuman flying like Superman? Or are you in a plane? Or are you using a parachute or a kite or something like that to get yourself where you need to be? That can just give you a few hints as to how you're approaching life in general. Dreams that you're running late. Oh my gosh, I have this one way too much. And this is a dream of over commitment. This is usually a sign that you need to say no more often and delegate more often as well. Falling dreams. Mm, yeah, not my favorite either. These usually happen when we are feeling totally out of control. I usually say if you're having falling dreams, this is a bit of a red flag. And this means you need to find one aspect of your life that you can take control over, take your control back and they should sort themselves out. So we've covered elements, we've covered patterns, we've covered themes, or what else is there? Well, we can look at other types of dreams. Now, visitation dreams, these are super uncommon, but amazing when they happen. This is usually when you get a visitation from a loved one in spirit, so someone who has passed on, or potentially from a spirit guide or even a deity if you work with them or want to work with them. So if it is a loved one, often you might feel joy at seeing them, give them a really big hug. It often feels really real. Like it's like, oh, they're right here in front of me. But sometimes you'll just go, hang on a minute. Aren't you supposed to be dead? And usually somehow they disappear or you turn around and they're gone. And it's like you figured it out and the dream can no longer continue the way it was. These dreams are usually just a way of connecting with us and letting us know that they're okay. If it instead is a guide or an animal or a deity, often they're trying to bring some information to our subconscious that we need to know. Visitation dreams are a way of getting messages to us in the easiest format for these beings. Lastly, precognitive dreams. Now, these are probably the least common and these are dreams of the future. If you've ever seen the show Medium, she had a lot of precognitive dreams. This is Alison Dubois and a fantastic character. And it's actually based on a true story. I highly recommend that series. I love it. Also a good show of what some psychic senses can come through as. It's very, very fascinating. I find precognitive dreams often have a weight to them that other dreams don't have. You wake up with her knowing that something about this means something. I'm gonna give you, a, I'll give you an example. I was 39 weeks pregnant with my firstborn child. And up until that point, every single person in my life had said, oh, you're having a boy. That's a boy. You're carrying like a boy. Oh my gosh, you must. Those foods you're eating, that's you're having a boy. All the wives tales pointed to a boy. I didn't have the test like the scan to see. I wanted to be surprised. Surprised I was. At 39 weeks, I had a dream that we had a girl. And in my dream, I was really stressed out because we couldn't tell anyone we'd had a baby because we didn't have a name for our baby. And I woke up absolutely like wild eyed, ran to my husband. I was like, we're having a girl. He's like, no, I'm pretty sure I'm having a boy. And I was like, we are having a girl. We don't have any girls names picked out. We're not going to have a name. We're not going to be able to tell anyone we've had a baby. We need to pick a name. And he was like, oh, 
calm down. We'll, we'll have a backup name in case it's a girl. Still didn't believe me. And I was like, I am telling you right now, we are having a girl. This is not, this is not a drill. We're having a girl. So we went through like the top 1000 names and I didn't like any of them. And we ended up finding one in the end, but it took about three weeks. Luckily she was a little overdue. So we found our girl's name and she was a girl. She was absolutely a girl. So that was definitely precognitive on my part. I've had so many other dreams like this about myself, about my friends, that sort of thing. Sometimes my dreams will bring me information about friends in my life when I need to connect with them, get in touch with them, and they can be eerily, eerily accurate. So often that's me being a messenger for them, bringing something like, hey, I had a dream you were at work and then you fell into a river that was right next to your work. I, I don't, I just need to tell you. And they'll go, oh my God, I've just started my new job. It is right next to a river and I feel totally overwhelmed. I'm like, that's exactly what that's telling you. You need to take a step back, right? So sometimes that's how they come through. So remember, look for patterns, look for elements, look for themes and figure out the type of dream that it is. Is it a regular dream, a visitation dream or a precognitive dream? Make sure to write them down or record them and then you can look back for the patterns. And if you're not sure on what a theme or a symbol might mean, Google it. That's what we have that at our fingertips for. Don't dismiss it. I've been using a dream journal since I was 11 years old and I still don't remember my dreams every single night, but I have a very high recall rate when I do. And once I remember a dream, it sticks with me. Like I'm not going to forget it throughout the day. So don't stress if you don't remember them every night. That is normal. Lastly, if you have a particularly poignant dream that you just can't shake, consider booking in a guidance call with me and we can chat about it. We can pull some cards on it and we can get deeper into what that dream might mean for you. I hope you enjoyed this episode all about dreams and dream meanings and helping you to interpret them. If you enjoy this style of content, you will absolutely love my course in the art of psychic divination. Dreams is like the smallest drop in the ocean to the amount of information available on that course. It is seven modules. They each go for roughly just under an hour. You get a workbook and you also get live psychic development circles with yours truly, where I can help you personally through all of the steps and help you expand on your skills. I've seen incredible growth from my students. It's such a joy to watch. I'm super, super proud of this course. If you are interested, I've popped a link in the description box for you to go and sign up or register your interest. It isn't always on. It's one of those ones you have to jump on once it launches because it's live. I'm doing live development classes. So we have a specific time each year that it is released. So keep an eye out for that. As always, wherever you are in the world, I hope you are having an absolutely lovely day. Goodbye for now.